uh, the Nightcap with Stacey Roomaker, the podcast. I am your host, Stacey Roomaker. Today with me, I have as my co-host, he is the editor of the RuPaul Drag Race YouTube series, uh, starring Trixie and Katya. Please welcome Jeff McCubbin. Hello. Did I pronounce um right? I think... I think, however you say it, it's how you it's how you feel it. So is it like a catchphrase, like um. That's no, it's that's just the title of the show. And yeah. it's three H's: U N H H H. U capital N capital H, three small H's. Oh, okay. So Wonderful. you have to fade it off at fade the end. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Like when I sit down after a long day, like <laughs> exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also joining us today, we have uh, some of the Nightcap crew. Uh, please go around and introduce yourselves. Uh, hey, I'm Joe Hospitor. Robert Clark-Chan. Brandon Burkhart. Ben Kirshner. And again, I'm Stacy Roomaker because I'm the most important one. There's <laughs> a tiny kitten here, too. Wow. Oh, and there's a tiny kitten. I'm just kidding about being the most important. Um, there's a tiny kitten here, Huckleberry. It's uh, He is licking my toes right now, which is wonderful. <laughs> um <laughs> He just went under your chair. He just went under. He's very cute. Eight weeks old, right, Robert? Yeah. So adorable. We'll have pictures up of Huckleberry to show everybody today. Uh, but in the meantime... Our let- podcast listeners will really enjoy those photos. <laughs> they will. They will. We'll have, we will have... To- yes, thank you. Go to the nightcap with StacyRoomaker.com. Win them over with cat pictures. <laughs> I think that's just my new philosophy. <laughs> Uh, speaking of philosophy, now it's time for the monologue. Monologue! Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. has been charged with groping a woman. Ooh. So now when he asks you to show him the money, know that it's probably for bail. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, In some good news, Keanu Reeves is being praised for not touching women when he poses for photos with them. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. That's good, right? Okay. You can do that? Ask Joe Biden. <laughs> oh, Joe. How do you Joe. smell their hair if you don't get them close? <laughs> you got to smell the hair. That's <sighs> how you know if they're fertile. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. The way you just leaned into the microphone and said that and looked at Stacy in the eye was... Uh, I want you to troubling. give my hair a whiff after this. Um, <laughs> and you'll know that I'm not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> going on kylie jenner is being called tone deaf for throwing a handmaid's tale themed event yes hey she would have gone with a different theme but party city was out of anne frank costumes (laughs) too soon (laughs) it is it's always too soon for anne frank shows oh and also for hulu shows yeah too soon for hulu season three just came out too soon have you guys been watching the handmaid's tale no, I'm riveted. yeah, it's, it's pretty it. great. I'm, I'm riv- it's terrifying. Anyway, um, I watched Chernobyl, and that's all I could manage. Oh yes, I can't handle Handmaid's Tale and Chernobyl in the same. I'm, until real life time. gets better, I, I want my TV to <laughs> yeah. be happy. Right, it needs to be escapism. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Um, oh, moving on. A passenger on an airplane opened the emergency exit, thinking it was the bathroom. Ooh. You don't even mm. want to know what she did with the oxygen mask. Oh, <laughs> man. Spoiler alert, she pooped in it. As long as she did that before she handed it to her child. Oh. Take care of yourself first. Ba-dum-bum. Uh, a Florida couple built a drive through window at their mobile home to sell drugs. 
Yeah. That's, that's the joke. That's the joke. I think that's the joke. I think that's Florida. the joke. And next joke. Uh, no, so they, they had a drive through window at their mobile home. Uh, it also had one of the saddest play places you've ever seen. Oh, needles in the ball pit. Uh, and finally, a tree symbolizing the friendship between President Trump and French President Macron has died. Oh, you can read the full story in Shel Silverstein's book, the giving up tree. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the monologue. Woo. Oh, well, I'm sure the rest of the news will be happier. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, uh, between Sarah Huckabee Sanders resigning and the Democratic primaries, the political scene is heating up. So here to update us on everything that's happening is our new intern, poli sci major Blake Leonard. <laughs> yeah. Stace. Yo, I'd hug you, but like, how are dudes even supposed to act around chicks these days, you know? You know what? I'm fine with you not touching me. Jeff, what's up, my boy? Sup? Hey, bro. Yo, I found out I was doing this yesterday's. So um, last night, I totally binged like the past three seasons of American politics. So I'm all caught up. Blake, first of all, we told you about this months ago. And second of all, how have you not paid any attention to politics Stace. in the last three years? Stace, I'm a straight white man. I haven't had to pay attention to politics like my entire life. You know, that's, that's actually a good point. Okay, so truth skis. So I got this intel from my frat buddy, Rhino Balls, but he's got like an internship at Axios, so he just filled me in on all the surprise plot twists. I mean, did you guys know that that cool black dude isn't president anymore? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. noticed. I mean, that shit's major. Like, Prezi Don Don and, and Vladdy Poots may have been colluding, and that White Walker dude who made the report refuses to testify before the hizzy. I mean, that's some serious hot drums, yo. Blake. Do you know any of these people's actual names or roles or anything? Oh, Stace, I tried so hard, but there's like so many characters. It's like Game of Thrones. This is a great show. Most of the characters don't even last like half a season. I mean, it's like soup's hard to keep track. Blake, these are these are real people. It's not a TV show. Um, okay. It's on TV all the time. Social media is full of hot takes on it. And tons of people obsess over it. But it means dick to me. I mean, that sounds like a TV show, Stace. I mean, to be fair, Anthony Scaramucci was a show. Okay, I'll give you the mooch. All right, I'll give you the mooch. But Blake, all right, do, do you have anything to add that's at all, at all relevant? Yeah. Look, I want to make it clear that I'm really upset about some recent decisions. Oh, so you're against those new anti-abortion laws. No, 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 no. I'm not, that's gross. Abortion's weird. I mean, this season blows. It's like, is this impeachment storyline going anywhere? I mean, digging up old Grandpa Joey Bides to give him a starring role, that's like hella desperate, Stace. Oh, whoa. Hey, check it out. I just got a text from Rhino Balls. Let me guess. Hot new story on Donnie and the Dude with the walrus stash. <laughs> no, bro. It's Dollar Wings Day at B-dubs. I gotta go. Late skis. <laughs> uh, where did we find that guy? His uncle owns a podcast network. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Yep. Well, it sounds like Blake and Rhino Balls are in for a great time. Here at the Nightcap, we like to ha tackle hard news. But if you have trouble getting hard, like Blake and Rhino Balls, you need Blue Pill Warehouse. They provide mail enhancement that won't bust your bank account. Blue Pill Warehouse collects the crumbs from the Viagra factory floor and presses them into easy-to-swallow capsules. <laughs> 
The dosage varies, so how long it works is a surprise every time. Put the fun back in erectile dysfunction. Um, so speaking, uh, speaking of erectile dysfunction, uh, Trump said he would be different than Richard Nixon if he got impeached because, quote, he left. I don't leave. End quote. Uh, yikes. Dictator much? In case you're wondering, in case you're wondering, what are some other things Nixon did that Trump would never do? We came up with a list. Things Richard Nixon did that Trump would never do? Pay his taxes. Win the popular vote. See Russia as our enemy. Wear neckties that fit. Recognize John McCain as a war hero. Pay attention to both his daughters. Create the Environmental Protection Agency. Wait, Nixon did that? Yeah, in 1970. And the EPA lasted all the way until 2016. And the final thing Nixon did that Trump will never do is... Get pardoned by his vice president. Well, hopefully that is something Nixon and Trump will have in common. I know, I'm trying to jinx him. And that was things that Richard Nixon did that Trump would never do. Uh, do you, are you a fan of Nixon, Jeff? Um, I just I like the move with the two the p the double the double peace signs. The double peace signs was, very that, hippie. yeah. It was very like early voguing. I yeah. think maybe, <laughs> but other than that, no, he's awful. Yeah, I did a. I was doing some reading uh, on Nixon for this for this desk piece, and and it's as awful as Nixon was. Trump is just so much worse. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's just, it's mind boggling of like, yeah, it's still back to that days where you're like, remember when like George Bush was the worst thing in the world? Yeah, and, and Trump now was like, hold like, my Diet Coke. I know. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> yeah, oh. Those were the days. <laughs> um, when oh. our presidents were only mildly incompetent. <laughs> um, and now we have, uh, but anyway, so um, are you ready for our next guest? Yeah, let's do it. I'm very excited. So our next guest has greatly influenced how the month of June is commemorated. <gasps> Stacy, did this guy invent the gay pride parade? Uh, think straighter and less interesting. Please welcome the inventor of the phrase dads and grads, Rod Jenkins. Thank you. Uh, greetings and salutations, or as I like to say, greetings and meetings. That's a little uh, redundant. You can say that again, Stacy. <laughs> I kid. Hey, Jeff. Happy Father's Day. Thanks, but uh, I'm not a father. That you know of. Am I right? Last time you checked. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you come up with the phrase dads and grads? Well, I'm glad you asked. You see, uh, I was working at Spencer's Gifts back in the 80s, and we needed to find a gimmick to lure customers during the dead zone between Memorial Day and the 4th of July. Oh, yeah, I remember Spencer's Gifts. Oh, yeah. yeah. That place is super cheesy. I love it. Uh, it was. Uh, try is. Uh, Spencer's is still going strong at the Glendale Galleria. <gasps> what? Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I've been looking for a new lava lamp. Oh, my God. I need to get, like, a pin to dick on the boyfriend Oh, for oh. a bachelorette party. And uh, those ballpoint pens that when you turn them over, the, um, the naked lady with the bikini, the bikini falls off. And they have oh. the ones with the men, too, where the briefs fall off. Well, I can get you guys a 10% discount, so you're in luck. Oh, good, because oh the God. ink ran out of my uh, Naked Man pen a long Did time you, ago. That, was that your main pen that you used? To yeah, I wrote with it for everything. Okay. It's, it's a real motivator uh, for writer's block. <laughs> 
<laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> so anyway, I, when I was trying to think of uh, that, you know, my magic phrase, I remembered how when I served in the military, and when we had these catchy rhyming lingo we'd use, like two hots and a cot, or uh, spray and pray, or one, two, three, four, I don't like this jungle war. Oh my God, were you in Vietnam? Grenada. So at first, I had a bunch of false starts. Father's Day and prideful gaze, 18-year-olds and heads of households, graduating class and folks with sass. Those are all terrible. Yeah, I got so frustrated, I said, Dag nabbit, I can't grab it! Dag nabbit, grab it. Dag, grab. Dad, grad. Dads and grads! Put that sign up from the window and boom! By the following Tuesday, we were sold out of VHS tape rewinders shaped like Corvettes. Wow, that is a true success story. Thank you. Did you also come up with uh, bros before hoes and chicks before dicks? Uh, no, 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 no. That's my brother, Todd Jenkins. Wait, I'm sorry. You're Rod and you have a brother named Todd? Yeah, we had a falling out, though, okay? I, I don't believe in going blue. You work at Spencer's Gifts. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I have to get back to work. My lunch break's almost over. Uh, before I go, can I plug my podcast? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. It's called The Rod Pod. Oh, God. Thanks for coming in, Rod. Goodbyes and blue skies. Thank you very much, Rod. Give it up for Rod Jenkins, everybody. Yeah. Well, that segment was bananas. And speaking of bananas, don't you hate it when they ripen too quickly? That's why Banana Beds is here to help. Place your beloved fruit on their own mattress with cool gel technology to ensure your banana doesn't get too hot or too cold. Our first 15 callers get a free memory foam pillow. Give your banana a good night's rest. For in the morning, they will be eaten. Call 1-800-BANANA-BEDS. Um, I, w- I would actually really be down for a banana bed because I... My bananas always ripen too quickly. Yeah. You know, and I'm not making banana bread. Yeah, that's the only, because that's, I think most banana bread is you're like, well, fuck, I have all these bananas. Yeah, that's the only reason banana bread ever, no one buys bananas set out to make banana bread. It's just one of those things that you're forced to do. Do you make banana bread? Because I always save them and I never make them. Every once in a while I make it, but for the most part they just sit there and they rot. No, if somebody comes into work with a loaf of banana bread, it's like, oh, they don't have it together. Yeah. 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 You didn't plan your week. Yeah. You're, you're, you're me. not, you're, you're not doing well. That's oh, a cry for help. Oh, yeah. that banana, banana bread's a red flag. Yeah. It's definitely- <laughs> this kind of hits close to home because my mom is a terrible cook, but as a kid, the one thing she made all the time that I loved was her banana bread. And now I realize yeah. she was just finding a now lazy way to ditch bad bananas. You were exhausting, Brandon. That's what we're getting. Oh. It's like when you look back, you realize, oh, dad was an alcoholic. <laughs> I, 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 uh, well, I, I knew all too well at the time what was happening with that. But no, I see commercials where the kids would come home and mom would have fresh chocolate chip cookies and I would get very angry at that. We got we went a little deep. And every time you complained about it, she made another loaf of banana bread. It was good banana bread. I love that. Because your drunken father came home with 30 bananas. (laughs) What are you going to do with these, Mildred? Make more of your banana bread? Yes, I will, Tom. They fell off the back of a truck. (laughs) Oh, your father's came home? That's I wish I had fallen off the truck when I was pregnant with you. Well, we'll save Father's Day for the... (laughs) Anyway, um... So, is everyone up to date on the latest Britney Spears news? 
Um, are we talking about her latest restraining order against her former friend slash fake manager, Sam Lufty? Yeah, she got a restraining order against Sam Lufty for five years. That's some serious drama. Yeah, very serious. And we need to get to the bottom of this drama. So I have a special surprise for you, Jeff. What? Please welcome. No. no. Yes. Britney Spears. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, hi, y'all. Thanks for having me here. Um, what do y'all call this? A podcast that's like radio, right? But you don't get paid. Oh my God, Stacy, just shut up. Okay, I got this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna handle this. Okay. Oh my God. Hi. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all obsessed. How are your children? Oh my God. They're obsessed with me. Always asking for my autograph. Your, your kids ask you for your autograph? They say it's for a permission slip for a school trip, but I know they just want my autograph. And I told them that's gonna cost them. Well, you are just. Teaching them the value of money. God, you're such a good mom. Brittany, can you give us the scoop on what's been going on with you? Like, so much is happening, y'all. It's been a whirlwind. Uh, you mean a whirlwind? No, I said whirlwind. Right, right. Yeah. If Brittany says whirlwind, that is how we say it now. Also, congratulations on winning Fragrance of the Year for your scent prerogative, which I happen to be currently wearing. Oh, thank you, Jeff. It's available at Walmart and Kohl's. You know, I worked really hard on it. I had to smell so many samples. I got a headache and I had to lie down for two whole months, y'all. Oh, it's great. It reminds me of home. Oh, where'd you grow up? A trailer park. <gasps> exactly what I was going for. Nailed it. So, what are your plans for the future? Honestly, I'm tired, y'all. I've been working since I was five when I was on Star Search, and y'all found me. Y'all looking for a star? Here I was. But I'm tired, you know? So in January, I announced my permanent hiatus. Let them other ones pull the weight for a while. The Ariana's, the Halsey's, and the whatnots. Oh, like, like Taylor Swift? I said, and the whatnots. Um... So I hate to bring this up now, but uh, Brittany, I bought tickets for your Vegas show before you canceled. Could I get a refund? Oh, sweetheart, honey pie. You're so sweet, yeah. but no. Oh. I'll tell you what I'll do, though. I will give you one ticket to my new musical based on my songs called Once Upon a One More Time. And that's... That set, that's not a working title. They built the set already and everything. Oh my God, I can't wait. Jeff, you are obsessed. But don't stop. I need the attention. I'm like Tinkerbell. If you stop clapping, I die. Oh my God, I will never stop clapping for you, Brittany. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <gasps> thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. Oh, thank you. She oh my God, great. Jeff, Jeff, you didn't let me get one word in edgewise. Oh, you would have ruined it. Oh my God. That interview was such a whirlwind. I'm really happy for you. I knew you'd love her. Oh my God. She looks good, right? She looks great. Yeah. What do you think she's doing? She's doing something different with her hair these days. I don't know. It depends. What do they have in that asylum that she's in? Do you think she's still in these? Why didn't you ask her about that? I was going to ask her I about that. I am not that. bringing that up. I don't know. She, it's, she looks great. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Um, so before we move on, I have a serious message here for pet lovers. Are you sick of late night walks? 
Fed up with cleaning accidents out of your carpet? Are you tired of everything you own always smelling like fish? Then it's time for you to try penguin diapers. Penguin diapers eliminate the fuss and muss of messes, so when you and your little puffin can get back to cuddles. Penguin diapers are available at select pet smarts. Look for them in the penguin aisle. I think that sounds like a great product. My penguin just makes a mess. Yeah. What about yours? I think that they should get Morgan Freeman to do these commercials. Well, we can't afford, they can't afford Morgan Freeman. Okay. I do these for free. Well, just offering suggestions. All right. Well, why don't you, why don't you uh, contact Penguin Diapers and let them get, get right on it? I will. Thank you. Uh, penguindiapers.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> uh, so now it's time for my favorite part of the nightcap, whether it's the podcast or uh, our live show, which, uh, speaking of which, our next live show will be June 22nd, which is a Saturday. I'm excited yeah. about that. Are we excited about the move to yeah. Saturdays, guys? Saturday. Saturday. 2019, in case you're listening to this in the distant future in the future in the future i'm oh, very excited oh, robert there's not going to be a future <laughs> <laughs> oh Fair. the future robert so my favorite segment is called rip on the clip uh where i gather the funniest people i know or that we're are willing to show up on a saturday <laughs> afternoon and record we'll it for donuts. Donuts. <laughs> shout out to victory donuts and or where I invite a bunch of our funny comics to discuss the current issues of the day. So let's talk about our first topic. I want to talk about this Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise fight. (laughs) So Justin Bieber on Twitter challenged Tom Cruise to... An octo- a fight in the octagon? What, what it was, was like this? an MMA fight. An MMA fight. <laughs> yeah. he, he only wants to fight in certain uh, geog- ge- geometrical shapes. <laughs> it's like the heck No dude. square, no circle, octagon only. No pentagram. Uh, oh, pentagon? pentagon? yeah. No or pentagram. That would be a satanic fight. Yeah, I was going to say pentagram, Ooh. but that's, yeah, it's different. But, okay, so first of all, he's a- Bieber's apologized. Yeah, oh, he, he apologized. He, he said he was sorry and that Tom Cruise would definitely kick his ass. Oh. So I think he was he must have been drunk or on some kind of drugs when he challenged It him. was 5:30 in the evening. Oh, when he tweeted that out. <laughs> oh, which is like if Happy that's hour? the case then like That's probably like right when he wakes up. Yeah. Yes. He just woke up. He got a dream and yeah. it's like, yes, Aww. that dream was right. I can fight. People had a bad dream. Oh. I, mean, but was I it get a- it. Sometimes you clock out of work at five o'clock and you get home and you're like, I gotta <laughs> kick Tom Cruise's ass tonight. Like that's that's yeah, the way. Working it at the old songwriting mill. I just imagine. <laughs> I just imagine Justin Bieber like a little metal lunch pail, like cl- literally clocking out of the songwriting the hard factory. Hat. Yeah. It's just like, coal dust yeah. all over his face. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. And he said at the end of the tweet, he was like, and if he won't do it, he's scared. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nobody is scared of Justin Bieber. I'm just going to say, I have I have wimped my way out of every single fight that has ever come my way. <laughs> I think I could beat up Justin yeah, Bieber. I, I want to see that fight. And then you could take him, Justin. <laughs> I could. Fucking scratch his eyes out. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I could take Justin Bieber. Yeah. He's like 80 pounds. He Has anyone ever seen? I've seen I've, Justin Bieber. Okay, can I actually tell a real quick story about the in-person per, in story about Justin Bieber? Absolutely. So he, we're, I'm walking on, oh, was this Runyon? So I'm, I'm like hiking and I'm using quotation uh, fingers, <laughs> podcast <laughs> listeners, because I don't hike. So I was walking in Runyon and Justin Bieber was there with his uh, trainer. 
and uh, he's they're walking in front of us, and uh, so my sister and I are just hey, why don't Justin Bieber? He climbs up this pole and he does, and he and he starts trying to do a pull up, and I'm like, what is going on? So I start videoing this because oh, I'm going no. to watch Justin Bieber die. <laughs> I am the one who is going to have the video of Justin Bieber falling to his death because Modern. he tried to do a pull up. So his trainer has the camera on him and I, and this is LA. I know exactly what he's doing. He's going to take a picture of Justin Bieber doing a pull up over this very dangerous edge of Runyon. And, and it was just, and I'm like, so I had to video this and he did a pull up and a half. And got down because he couldn't do two pull-ups, <laughs> and that was it. But uh, so I didn't got down safely and all that stuff. But I went on his Instagram. I had to, and sure enough, there's this picture of him sort of looking so strong, like he's just doing these pull-ups. I'm like, you was he shirtless? Yeah, for the um, for the uh, picture, I think he was, but he's wearing a basketball jersey shirt and the only basketball jersey shirt <laughs> basketball jersey and the only reason i remember that is because all these young girls were like following him they were losing their shit and these uh these uh two girls go actually go up to him and start talking to him which i thought was kind of ballsy you know to go up and flirt with justin bieber she says oh do you like so and so whatever player's jersey he was wearing and he said something like oh i don't really follow the players i just like to wear the jerseys <laughs> That's <laughs> such a Bieber thing. Right? I, and I don't know yeah. if he was just saying that Love to that. I've said yeah. that. I got yelled at because one time I was wearing a Yankees hat and someone was like, Yankees suck. And I was like, oh, I'm just wearing it because it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, my shoes. I'm an actual Yankees fan. I'm going to say that the next time someone says that. Well, you know, that's how I first um, met our buddy Joel Anderson is in an improv class when I was wearing my Yankee oh, shirt. Oh, and he yelled at you? And he yelled at me. Yeah, that sounds right. And I gave it to him right back. <laughs> oh, it was fun. But anyway, we, we talk about that all the time. Um, but we don't have to talk about it on the podcast because no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. So let's go to our next topic. Guys, OJ Simpson is back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, we need this on this timeline. Th- things aren't dark enough. We have to bring back OJ Simpson. If not in 2020, then in 2024, OJ Simpson is going to be president of the United oh, States God. of America. <laughs> this is how it starts. This is the beginning. This is Trump yeah. coming down that escalator to say all Mexicans are rapists. This is OJ Simpson saying he's on Twitter. Now, if OJ challenges you to a fight on Twitter, you should be scared. I would not go back to gone with you. Oh, yeah. I am scared of OJ Simpson. As a white woman, I am scared. Um, So he just – he can't not have attention even though that's how he gets in trouble and goes to jail. Just like be quiet. Enjoy your life. Shut up. He needs attention. It's like Britney. If we stop clapping for him, he'll die. It's just he can't – he just can't – he refuses – he should be so grateful to be out of prison. Yeah. He should just be so grateful. He should just go away, live on some island someplace, and and just leave us alone and just thank his lucky stars that he's not in jail. I guarantee he's pitching a reality show to someone right now. Absolutely. He's trying to be on TV again. Absolutely. Or Naked Gun 3. He's working on a script. Oh, no, it was a Naked if, Gun 3. I would like to... We all forgot that one, Ben. The one, the Naked Gun 3 and a half? Yeah, 33 and a third. 33 and a third. Oh, That's two right. and a half and three. Two and a half, three. Third. Third. Sorry. I want to kidnap O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> and as his punishment, I will reenact everything that happened to him in the Naked Gun movie. <laughs> <laughs> Until he is dead. Oh, my God. We just need we need that hospital bed yeah, that falls. Yeah. 
yeah. he got push him down a thing of steps in a wheelchair. I think he needs it. Do you uh, think on this Twitter that he's just like giving little snippets of like, because after he released that How I Did It book, mm. is if it just I did like, it. if I did it, <laughs> right? Well, but I mean, it, come the on. Subtitle, the first time was How I Did It, but then they were like, <laughs> yeah. OJ, listen, yeah. how was the, the sub- That was the subtext. <laughs> but now it's just going to be little snippet tweets of just being like, well, if I did it. Yeah. It was really dark out at that night when I walked around the corner and I saw her and that guy. Like I don't oh, know. Like, Wiggly discovers hashtags. It's going to be whole new world for him. Oh God! As a black man, it was. It's real weird because I spend most of the day seeing videos of like a uh, oh, oh, a black woman with a child and a cop just you know pulls out a gun. And is like I'm going to murder you. Put down the baby. The baby's six months old. I can't put the baby. Put it down or I'm going to shoot you in the head. And that so like when. OJ uh, got off, it felt a little bit like, well, you know, this is for all the sure. black people that got thrown in jail uh, um, unjustly and whatnot. But then he just keeps coming back and doubling down. And you're like, man, you got off once. Just just take the win. Take the win and walk away. Imagine, we don't need to see you at all. Imagine winning the Powerball. Yes. <laughs> and winning a billion dollars. Yep. And then going to Las Vegas mm-hmm. and placing it all on black. Yep. <laughs> and or, then robbing yeah. a sportsman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the amount of shit he keeps getting into is just insane to me. Like, you have this one in a million gajillion chance thing that happened to you that you got off, and you keep coming back and pressing the system. It's unreal to me. It is unreal to me. You're right. Like, I, I, and, and to your point, too, I do think that, you know, his uh, his case was a landmark victory for a lot of oppression that's been going on between the police and, and uh, African-Americans, specifically in the Los Angeles area. Um, I absolutely feel that way. But not to date it, but like so much has happened between now and then. And there have been so many other landmark cases that I hope that are doing more than it's not just about him anymore. I guess I'm a straight white guy. I can't really comment no. on this, but like, it's just, it, it, he shouldn't be the voice. He, I think people want him to be the voice of the community. And his whole thing was like, he never wanted to be the voice of the African-American community. He always said like, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Like he always would say that. And I just, I don't think that he's the voice that he thinks he is. I don't know. Well, the thing that's always like the takeaway, I think that <laughs> came from the, the trial is that the defense made that case, you know, African-Americans get railroaded by the justice system in America. And the prosecution made that case, men think they can do whatever they want to women in America. And that's really what the trial became. So whatever the result was, that's what the story was. And the real takeaway from the OJ trial is, the Republican Party watched that trial, and since that trial, every single thing they've done has been trying to pit those two ideas against each other in one way or another. That, like, constantly forcing liberals to choose between different protected classes under, like, the Democratic Party umbrella. And you really, the beginning of that, you can really kind of trace to the OJ trial. And other things are happening at the same time, you know, Anita Hill and some other kind of like stories like that from the early nineties. But that to me is like the actual legacy of the OJ trial is 
the people who commit oppression recognize that if you pit two groups of people that should be united in their opposition against each other, then you divide them and we don't need a majority to win anymore, you know? That yeah, but like, you give OJ yeah. a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah. well, I, <laughs> I don't think it was OJ. I no, think it, it was, was people the... that just recognized what was going on. But how many followers does he have? He oh, that's a good. Oh, question. that's two hundred thirty thousand. Last time. I oh my! God. And how <laughs> how long? Me. How long? Has I know that. He's been like up an for? Afternoon, right? He is yeah. following six. Uh, the <sighs> NFL, USC, the Heisman Trophy. Yeah. Uh, the one dude who got the interview <laughs> with him, uh, his son, and his lawyer. <laughs> so nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. And hurts rental cars? No. Hurts uh, rental cars. <laughs> not even. Man, if they still had him on retainer. Uh, but the, like the video, Jesus, the video. It's uh, it's just him saying like, uh, "Hey, look at you know, uh, I'm I'm going to be tweeting and whatnot like that." But then right at the end, at the real OJ32 is the only official one. So this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. Why? What is Why? he getting even what about? The, you what? got even. No. You got beyond even. I got a little getting even to do. That's how you got in jail yeah. in the first place. What? That's With what a who? villain says in the sequel to yeah. a Batman movie. Yeah. Like, I got to get even to do. Getting even? What do you mean? You're going to put yourself in prison? Because that, yeah, that would on. be getting even. No, this is the legacy of Trump. Is yes, that everybody yes. feels like they, they have chance. getting even I, to I, do I, no yeah. matter how much? I, I guarantee you, at one point, uh, OJ is gonna gonna use the hashtag fake news if someone like calls him out. He's gonna say that's fake news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna love yeah. that phrase. Look, I was joking, but not really. Like he could be president. <laughs> of course, he could. Yeah. Look at the world we live in. Yeah. All right, I'm not ruling anything out at this point. Uh, so let's get to our final category, uh, final segment, rather, or topic. Let's get to our final topic. <laughs> let's talk about this new prank show oh God. Yes. that is going to be hosted by Stranger Things uh, star. Oh, what is his name? It's a Glenn uh, Mazzarazzo. Just the kid without teeth. <laughs> Mazzarazzo Rizzo. Oh, the kid without teeth. Gaten Matarazzo. Gaten? Gaten. G A T E N. Gaten. Gaten. I'm going to name my baby. Gaten? I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce I don't. I legitimately don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm probably slaughtering it. Next he, time he, we'll do a little research for Gates McFadden from. It's Gates uh, McFadden. <laughs> he, he probably wants to do a prank show because his parents pranked him with that name. Oh. <laughs> he was born pranked. He's 16. But uh, the premise of the show. Uh, is that it's a prank show for people who are looking for work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's the I think that's the big controversy is that right now it's it's a hard time for people. Well, I feel like the yeah. pitch was just like a uh, 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 nightmare job, which sort of makes sense, right? But then, like the actuality of it is that yeah, someone who needs a job desperately is going into work and then is you know uh, dealing with Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like starting to part because everybody who lives out here is always doing part time jobs. So you're always going to be stuck, you know, whether you're, you know, driving for Lyft or, you know, it's just a gig economy out here. So you, you're as a waiter or a cook or anything, bartender, you have your night job. Uh, 
and so to like <laughs> like think like oh my god like those jobs are really hard to get out here to like because people want them so yes. they can do stuff on their own schedule so like to think oh my god i finally got this job at this restaurant i can achieve my dream i can become a writer i have the time and the resources now yeah. <laughs> i can know? audition for a commercial in santa monica yeah <laughs> and then just to be told that like Oh no, we got you, bro. <laughs> this, this feels to me. Uh, I just, I just feel like. Um, have you ever heard the story of back during the Irish famine that with English the potatoes? Yes, with the potatoes. That oh. the English, that English rich uh, English people would pay to watch the poor Irish eat. What? Yeah. So it was like a spectator sport to watch they would have all this food they would invite the irish to come eat and the english would sit upstairs and watch them eat because it was just funny to them it's the original mukbang mm. videos what's yeah. that you don't know what mukbang videos are? no in south korea there's like millionaires where it's just people just eat tons of food and they have millions of followers and they make tons of money Wait, oh, I just heard about that. There's like a woman who like eats crab legs. And made, yeah, you know, but they mm-hmm. eat like it'll be like here's like a four gallon thing of ramen noodles, and I'm going to eat the whole thing. And it's like super unhealthy, but they like make tons and tons of money. Oh, yeah. but is uh, what does that have to do with being like? Is it because people they're making money by people are just watching them eat, and some people like cry while they eat. Oh, some people like. <laughs> have like like, like interview what? people while they what? eat it's like it's it's basically Why are you guys watching what this <laughs> it's just like millions of people like it's it's a huge thing yeah i gotta oh this is crazy yeah and it's like it's not it, it's do you remember that show what was like uh, epic meal time on youtube like uh, the no early? not really you know, they make like a yeah. like a fast food burger it's, the whole thing is just like they make these like crazy unlandish concoctions like we're gonna take like 50 burgers from every single um, like fast food chain and put them into one massive burger and we're going to eat it. Oh, okay. This and sounds like something I would do in high school. Exactly. Back, back before the internet because I'm 40, you guys. Oh, no, there was the internet back then but not, not there was like five websites. What was the AOL keyword when you would do that in high school? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was some lyric to an REM song. I'm sure. Um, uh, but no, I haven't, I haven't heard about that. This, so I just, I just feel like this game show or this prank show, I, I don't like prank shows to begin with. Right. I have never been a fan of prank shows. It is my least favorite kind of humor. It's like, oh, let's let this person be a, you know, let's make a, you know, fool out of this person. Yeah. It's just, I, it's not my I like kind the of thing. What was the one? It was like on late at night on Comedy Central like years ago. And it was just weird. They weren't like hurting people. They were just doing like weird things. Like people would run by in bunny suits. Oh. I don't, I don't. Are we talking about Jackass? No, no. It was, uh,. I just remember there was one where, like, this car is sitting at a traffic, or, like, a crosswalk, and he's, like, slamming on his horn. He's so pissed because there's a guy in a turtle suit, a full turtle costume, oh. just crawling across the crosswalk. Oh, that's, I don't, I don't remember and then that. And while that's happening, a guy in a rabbit suit runs through the crosswalk, <laughs> and it's one of the greatest jokes I've ever seen. <laughs> that's funny. I think it really, for this, for this prank show, it really depends on, like, what, if they were, like, offered, like, oh, you're doing this two-day job. Right. And then they actually pay them. Yes, I think that's... Yeah. For that yeah. two-day job, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I do think of, like, what you were saying, like, here you have, like, a job, and now you have benefits, and now you have... Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then Nothing. the joke is, like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were talking about this earlier, but, like, what is that conversation like with the unemployment office? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> later, like, uh, they were asking, like, so what was your last job? Like, I worked at a, at a 
at a restaurant. I was a line cook for six hours. Um, <laughs> and it turned out that my boss was throwing knives at people. Uh, and I, I was scared for my life, but then it turned out to be a TV show. And they're like, okay, so what would you say your occupation is? Yes. I- Actor. Oh, cool. <laughs> Easy mark. Well, nothing will be as bad as uh, there's a Netflix show, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's an elaborate prank to see if they can convince someone to kill somebody. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. And they wrong? literally set it's it all so up. Where Have we really run out of TV, idea, TV show ideas? <laughs> no, I don't they, understand oh, O.J. Simpson's producing that, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> cool, sir. But they literally set it up where the, like someone has like, pretend has a heart attack, and then they're like, oh, but we're doing this thing, and then but then it turns out he's alive, oh and God. the boss like convinces him, like, oh, he can't be alive. We need to... Look, we'll just... And they get it to the point where the person's, like, on the top of the building, and they just have to go up and, and tap them to push them off. What? And... And in, I'm going to spoil it for all of you. Please do. I'm never going to watch this. In the end, he doesn't do it. And you're like, oh, thank God. But then the guy's like, yes, but we did this four times. And the three other people <gasps> did do it. And you're like, ah! <laughs> they this is like that back. experiment... Um. Oh, what is the name of the experiment where you had to shock someone oh, when they yeah, gave the, the wrong answer? Experiment. Yeah. And they were in a separate room. And you mm-hmm. weren't, they weren't really giving them shocks, but the participant didn't know that. They believed they were hurting them. They believed they were hurting them. And they, they uh, were encouraged to keep giving higher shocks to these people, even though yeah. at points they were crying, they were saying, my heart, please stop. So and that it, experiment was designed to prove how an entire country could become fascist. Yes. Like, the point of that was to show how all of Germany could become Nazis in right. like 20 years. They didn't need to go through all that trouble. They could have just put a reality... Uh, yeah, they could have just had a British reality. guy tell somebody to push someone else off a building. No, or a reality show as our president. And then we could see how easily we're all susceptible <laughs> uh, to fascism. Prank shows, the beginning of fascism. Yes. <laughs> I'm also annoyed at this concept from like the other side of it, which is... I went in for a nightmare job five years ago, and still nobody's popped out and told me. It's yeah, <laughs> a long time. <laughs> well, tomorrow at work, uh, Eleven's going to come out and say, "I've been pranking you this whole time with a bloody nose." <laughs> uh, Eleven. Give every give every star of Stranger Things their own prank reality show. <laughs> Part of the description of the show, it's, uh, it says they take two complete strangers who each think they're starting their first day at a new job. It's business as usual until their paths collide and these part-time jobs turn into full-time nightmares, <laughs> which makes it sound a little bit like bum fights. Like the ideas <laughs> are taking two people and then making them do something to each other. That's what, But here's the, the thing. They're going to put them into nightmare job situations. Is that the deal? Like it's, they're you know, going to start yeah. working at a job and then things are going to get increasingly worse. Here's my thing. How many of us have worked at awful jobs? Yeah. This TV show, I think, will have people who are just going to take it. Because jobs are under fine. You know, people put up with a lot of stuff. I wonder at what point they're going to be like, "Uh, I I think I'm going to quit. And I hate the phrase part-time jobs to full-time nightmare. That makes it sound like it was a part-time job. But the trauma they're going to experience will last for the rest of their life. (laughs) 
Jesus. Oh, this is, yeah. I just 15 years from now, like a line cook at McDonald's is just going to clock in and be like, today's the day the Stranger Things kid shows up. <laughs> I know. It. I've, I've held on for this long. Please. Whenever they hear that theme song, they just like, what does the kid do? Is He's yeah, like 16. He's, he's not going to be at the office working. People yeah, be he's like, never had a job. Yeah, I just want right. to, this is so unfair that a kid <laughs> yeah, who literally that? has had one job and it's to be a kid on a TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gets to boss around people and the struggling actors in their twenties. That is like the most uneven, unfair, unjust thing. Wait, isn't that Hollywood? <laughs> you want me to make this worse for you? Yeah, he's got an EP credit. <laughs> he is a sixteen-year-old with an EP credit, and you have uh, oh, nothing, oh. nothing, all of us, nothing. Okay. I just want this. I to have be, all my teeth. I want this to be a fake show <laughs> where the where the Boom. network's pranking him. Like you don't really have a Netflix show. <gasps> <gasps> oh, Double. the twist! Oh, That's yeah. the twist. Yeah. This but, is the bad place. <laughs> but for this twist to work, we would never get to see it. Exactly. Mm. They're, they're that dedicated to it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, it's part of that. You can see the, you can see the ramping up at Netflix because I just watched a show they just dropped um, where they keep people up for 24 hours and then make them do stuff. Like, that's the whole game mm-hmm. is just sleep deprivation. So it's just finding one more awful thing to do to people and uh, enjoying their torment. We're just closer and closer to the Hunger Games. Yeah. 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 Which I've never seen. What? So I don't know. You're close to it. But I I know the... (laughs) The, uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think... Look, I think Netflix blew all their money on the OA or whatever bullshit. And now (laughs) they're just like, well, we got to make content, but we got nothing. So just just film people that are awake all the time. Let's just... Send people into an office and then film their <laughs> shitty lives. Like this is low budget. This is this sucks. You're such a downer today, Ben. Uh, I'm running about <laughs> two and a half hours of sleep. Oh, Are you I'm on the sorry. Netflix show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can catch my episode streaming. Oh, there we go. That, that'll be at the, the Ben show. Give him a puzzle to put together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. I think that's our time. So thank you all for uh, coming. Thanks. Uh, thank you for those who are listening. We really appreciate it. Um, you can see us at our live show at The Virgil. Our next show is Saturday, June 22nd at 8 o'clock. Uh, doors open at 8 o'clock. The yes. show is at 8.30. And then our next show, we have uh, the last two Saturdays, July 27th and August 31st. Yeah. So please come check out our show at The Virgil. And in the meantime, we'll be recording these weekly, hopefully, um, with uh, an assortment of our writers. So thank you so much for joining us today, Jeff McCubbin. Hey. Joe Hospitor. Yay. Robert Clark Chan, Woo. Brandon Burkhart, and Ben Kirshner. And Britney Spears. <laughs> and Britney Spears. Oh Thank you to all our guests. And especially to Britney. Yeah. Huckleberry, <laughs> who's asleep. Yeah. Um, don't worry. We will post kitten uh, photos on Stace, uh, the nightcap with StacyRoomaker.com. Yeah. So please check those out. Uh, thank you so much. Enjoy your day.